0: When I was a kid, I used to try to entertain myself by pretending like I was a disc jockey, and I would take songs like this one for the rather extended beginning, like Chicago's Color My World, and then I would fill in with chatter and patter until I hit the vocal, and then get out of the way so it'd be something like this. Hey everybody, looking for something good to eat? You might want to try KFC's big 10.95 bucket of chicken. That's right, 10.95, you get eight pieces of chicken and you get biscuits and gravy and all the fixings, just 10.95 a bucket. Hey, our weather forecast today, clouds followed by no clouds with rain giving way to sleet, then snow, then slush, and then we start all over again. And coming up in our top of the hour newscast, the president is suing a newspaper in Cheyenne, Wyoming for missing the T in his name, resulting in the headline, Rump Welcomes Putin to the White House. We'll have details on that and much more coming right up.
1: Goes on, and Ladies
2: and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Team, you. you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you
1: dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time.
0: A guy passed away. It seems like I lead too many of these podcasts. With somebody that's passed away. But this one is pretty significant. Uh, A guy named Hal Blaine, who was the drummer's drummer. This guy was the best drummer. I think most people would agree that are in the music business. If you had to have a go-to guy to drum for Um, your record, this would be the guy. And he did... He was the drummer on so many hits. I think... I, I don't know the statistics, but he had... He was on like 50 top 10 hits and...
1: Well, he, he's not like a household name. No, he's not. Why would who a drummer is he? be?
0: Yeah. Well, who Other is he? than Ringo. He right. was just a, mostly a studio musician. Uh, like, uh, you know, every record that you can think of, The Monkees, The Beach Boys, whatever, they would perform with their own drummer in person at a concert. But if you wanted to get it just right on a recording you would hire Hal Blaine to do your recording. Mm. Here's just a quick compendium of Hal Blaine playing drums on records that you never knew uh, that somebody else was drumming. A
1: little less conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less bite, a little more spark. Blow your and open up.
2: Hal actually had two identical sets like this uh, that, because he was so busy, he was doing so many sessions every day, he would, as he would call it, he would have them leapfrogging back and forth between the various studios in Hollywood uh, so we could do all the dates he was doing. Earlier, Hal had two identical sets like this because he was so busy and and he needed drums going in lots of different directions all the time. Word got around among the record producers that set one was the better sounding set. And so when Hal would get hired for a date, uh, guys would start saying, well, Hal, uh, we want to have him in the gig, but can you make sure you bring set one because that one really sounds a lot better. Well, that created kind of a logistical headache for him. So uh, he came up with the idea of simply stenciling all the cases for both sets as set one And so both cats were called set one, and he would arrive at the studio, they would see set one, and everyone would be happy, and nobody ever knew the difference one way or the other.
1: It wasn't Karen Carpenter playing on the records, it was Hal Blaine. It wasn't Gary Lewis,
0: the Gary Lewis and the Playboys, on the hit records, it was was Hal. Again, it was Hal on Mr. Tambourine Man. It was Hal on all the Mamas and the Papas big records. It was Hal that was on Unchained Melody, The Taste of Honey for Herb Albert, Tijuana Brass, Elvis, the Everly Brothers, all the Beach Boy big records, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Frank Sinatra, Strangers of the Night, Something Stupid, Frank and Nancy Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., songs like uh, If You're Going to San Francisco, It Never Rains in Southern California. So pretty cool. Uh the guy was uh, just amazing yeah. and uh
1: yeah.
0: and uh, and so he belongs to the ages now, but I'm glad that at least in passing he got a lot of credit and a lot of attention even though like you said nobody knew who he was uh when he was actually doing what he
1: did. Yeah.
0: Hopefully that'll That's happen for us too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh um, before we get going here, yeah yeah you can get you can cut this out if you want. what is that noise I'm hearing I'm hearing what noise? like a I hear like a fan a some a whirring whir, whirring yeah, oh, you don't hear that i
0: i do I know what it is
1: what is it is it
0: this room that I record in is is uh that doesn't have uh, uh furnace heat, so we have to turn heaters on to warm it up in the summertime It's no problem but in the winter, which we're still going through, I have to bring heaters in, and I like think a that,
1: electric, yeah. like a little electric, yeah, little electric jobber exactly.
0: Yeah. and this well, it's, one, I—it's kind of noisy. This heater is big, it works, it throws great heat out, and it, it cost me ten dollars.
1: <laughs> it sounds like it cost you ten dollars. <laughs> it sounds—is
0: it distracting? Should I turn it off?
1: A little bit. Okay. Could you, are you going to be cold? Put a sweater on. No,
0: I—it's fine. It's fine, but. Listen to the sound of it turning off, and you'll know why it only costs $10. (laughs) Check, Check this out.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that poor thing dies a slow, loud death death every single time you turn it off. That is not that a sound thing.
0: effect. That is the actual sound of that heater going off. <laughs> I know, it's really ridiculous. Can't
1: you WD-40 that little thing?
0: I don't know. I think it might blow up. I'm always yeah. afraid. Uh, it's got kind of open grating on it, too. Uh-huh. So our little dog, he, he's got a long tail. Uh, he should have a short tail, but he's got a long tuft of fur that sticks out of his tail oh dear he got his little tail in there somehow and it it scorched him a little bit the other day so i never (laughs) oh my god i never let him in the room when the when the heater is going
1: (laughs) oh my god yeah okay well thanks for doing that That oh that was very distracting i hope you don't get cold
0: no you're right we can't have that on a podcast it can't happen well uh let's start by uh, i want to um first of all i'm going to make a statement Oh. And I don't know if you will agree with this or not, but this uh this is what I fervently believe okay and and uh, I would challenge anybody to tell me different uh and I'll take say it in two words
1: oh my goodness okay go kale sucks <laughs>
0: Pale yeah. sucks.
1: You've brought this up before. I have, and and I thought we put it to bed. No, I just I no. disagree with you. No, it sucks.
0: How can you defend what? it? <laughs> it doesn't taste you. good. You're it doesn't getting, look
1: good. You're getting hysterical, Pat. I am. I'm Stop just. It.
0: <laughs> I, I, well, here's the thing. We have this food service. You have know, heard the Blue Apron. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Some of these. So we're trying different ones. There's one called Gobble. There's a bunch of other names. And we're always dissatisfied with them, not because the food isn't good, but because most of the recipes, many of the recipes, contain kale, which I maintain sucks. It just doesn't taste good. People have convinced themselves that it is healthful. Maybe it It, is. I don't know. It is. It's it's got got fiber.
1: It's got vitamin... like whatever vitamin K is, but I've heard it has vitamin K. It's got...
0: Eat special K if you want that.
1: It's got vitamin C. It's got iron. I don't care. It sucks. You.
0: it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> we, we only have a short time on this planet. We need to eat food that tastes good.
1: No, that, I agree uh, with you. That tastes like... If uh, I could eat cookies every day, I would, but I can't Oh, me too. I mean, you can't eat... Not, do- <laughs> not if it had kale
0: in it, though. I wouldn't. Kale just sucks, and I think... There has been. It's like, um, uh, what is it that, that it, things can't have gluten in them now? Yeah. Or before that, it was uh, carbs. Don't eat stuff with carbs. In it. Well, maybe that's so, but uh, there's. It, I think it's a fad. Kale is a fad, uh, and it sucks. And and I'm I'm not eating any more kale ever. <laughs> I brought. I brought. <laughs> my wife up of three bowls of stuff. I had Cheetos in one bowl. I had popcorn in another bowl. And then I put kale in a third bowl, just to be funny. And she just thought it was hilarious because she also hates kale. Kale sucks. Kale, well, the only thing kale is good for is call letters for a radio station.
1: That's a good point. K-A-E-L. That's it. Uh, that is it. I had. Uh, I was down in San Diego last week, and I was staying at a hotel in uh, del mar uh and their caesar sa- their, their caesar salad wasn't the typical romaine it was romaine and kale and I, it oh listen to, it was quite oh. tasty it was quite tasty <laughs> i thought it was tasty the other and, thing. I, and yep. I knew i was getting i knew i was getting all these good the nutrients and iron yeah, yeah, yeah. and and all can this get them vitamin c can't you get
0: them somewhere else you
1: can but it it was it there's you know it's good for you
0: and uh, i know you don't
1: know no it's it no what, it is good for you even if you for don't you like it
0: perhaps uh, uh uh you know in terms of your diet but it's not good for me psychologically it's horrible it offends my taste buds. I don't want it. I don't like it. I hate it. I if I saw kale walking into the room with two legs, I would kill it. I would strangle it.
1: So I just did a quick search for you. <laughs> On the internet, and I found yes. a website that says three reasons not to eat kale. Okay, lay, lay so, them on me. So here's the first reason. You're not- good at
0: this, by the way. You're always working the computer <clears throat> yeah. while we're doing this in real time. You're so really here's good the at
1: that. first. Re- here's the first reason you should not eat kale. Because it, it- tastes
0: like. <laughs> Could that be one of the reasons?
1: It is but it's not the number 1 actually. No. All right, number 1 k- kale contains too much fiber for some people's delicate digestive system. So mm. apparently there's about 2.6 grams per cup and that's about 14% of your daily intake. So it can like wreck your 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 digestion. It's just not good for you. Okay. So well, that could well, be well, especially so. if you have irritable bowel syndrome. Okay, I'm putting
0: that into my bandolero of bullets here. Okay? okay.
1: The second reason you should not eat kale is that it contains a sugar called raffinose, and that's very hard for human bodies to break down. It's a it belongs to a group of carbohydrates, and it's got all these molecules apparently that hook together, and then it's like Ugh, it gets in your system, and your and your body's going, Ugh, can't break it down. Okay,
0: uh. that's all said and good, but now you're so, not getting to the re- main reason I don't like it.
1: Well, I'm not done yet. I, okay, there's three reasons. Okay, you've got
0: three and you've only done two.
1: Right, so here's the third reason. Come on, is, bring it on. The third reason go. is it can affect your thyroid function, Ooh. believe it or not. Ooh. So, uh, apparently it can, um, You. I don't know what it does to your thyroid, so it just well, says- Now, wait it, a minute. Uh, it, can, uh, it says it can affect it. Uh okay. Anyway- the, the, those are I don't, three reasons they didn't I don't address
0: wanna, any of my reasons. But
1: <laughs> Well, I'm just saying if you need to ever just tell people like me, you know, who say, no, it's good for you. You can say, oh, no, here's the three reasons. Yeah, too much well, fiber, uh, got sugar, it, and it's going to mess up yeah. your thyroid. Okay,
0: well, those are all good reasons. But my thing, uh, my, uh, uh, I, I will. And I have
1: one know, more here. In, because when you're I'm done.
0: open-minded about this. Go ahead with your yeah. one more
1: okay so one wait one more thing there's yeah, one more thing. yeah I, I can hear you breathing by the way get back off your,
0: my, my, just am just i too a, close to the mic a
1: little bit so wait just one more thing <clears throat> yeah. i know it says there's three things but there's one more thing of yeah. who shouldn't eat kale not only why shouldn't you but who shouldn't eat kale yeah. so if you're the kind of person who gets uh gas or, oh yeah Or bloating. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Or any of those sort of. I've got it right now, in fact. What we call all those aggravating foods, then you should probably avoid kale because it's just simply going to be too much for your.
0: You know. You know. Interestingly enough, when I have gas, it sounds something like this.
2: You, can you believe
1: you, the sound of you, that heater? You, you, you sound really tight.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got to go. I got to see a doctor. <laughs> I really do.
2: Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of love you. No pill's going to kill my heal. I got a bad
0: case of love you. Oh, my. So,
1: anyway, so I was telling you that I was in... Uh, San Diego yeah
0: um, I love uh, that town I've not been there very much
1: and I uh, texted you a picture of a place and I was really you were so great because you knew exactly where I texted you a picture I said hey guess where I am <clears throat> and you texted me right back and you said you're at Hotel Del Coronado That's and I'm right. like oh my god how did you know that it is the site of one of my favorite movies, as you know.
0: It's your very favorite,
1: isn't it? My f- very favorite movie. Yeah. And the reason it's my very favorite movie is that it was my mom's favorite movie. And she got me to love it as much as she did when I was a kid. And so I've, I've watched it countless times. I couldn't even guess at how many times I watched it. But I've never taken the time to go down to the little Say the movie.
0: Of- Say the movie.
1: Some like it hot. I already said it. Some like it hot. I don't think you did. I, did. I totally did. No, you never listened to me. We will no. check the record on yeah, that. We'll I don't, don't think you did. <laughs> it is the site of one of my favorite movies, as you know.
0: It's your very favorite, isn't it? My
1: very favorite movie. and the-
0: Never said it. I was right. of the bar. Vindication.
1: They were undergoing construction uh, at the time, so they moved. You, you, you had texted me back and said, you know, there's a lot of the movie memorabilia in there. And I, I, I texted you back. I said, yeah, they apparently are going through some construction. And I <laughs> I am sure that this guy, I'm sure he's, he's a very nice guy, but I'm probably sure he gets tired of these questions. This guy at the concierge desk... <clears throat> I was just very excited to be there and I said so this is so exciting this is my favorite movie and you could just see him just mentally rolling his eyes at yeah. yet another person who's come up to the desk and I said so is there is there any place where all the you know there's any movie memorabilia from it and he said just he could just tell he was bored he just just said yeah well I think they moved everything because they're doing construction right now so they put it all away and I'm like, what, what, they did? Yeah, there might be a couple of pictures downstairs. Next. He just had no interest in talking to me at all. So, so I did find a couple of pictures I took and I, I sent them over to you. And it just, it was really exciting.
2: Not since Scarface, so much action. Not since the Marx Brothers, so much comedy. Not since the seven-year itch, so much
0: Marilyn. <laughs> The best picture this year will also be the funniest.
1: Good night, sugar.
0: Good night, honey. There's one thing sure, boy never met girl like this before.
2: You've never laughed more at sex or a picture about it.
1: You stay here as long as you like.
0: Jack may have beaten Tony to the sugar, but not for long.
1: You're not giving yourself a chance. Very expensive place to stay. I had lunch. You, did out. you stay there? Uh, well, no. I looked into the prices for it, and I don't think I can, but yeah, like... I I just did a day trip, and and it was very busy. It was a Monday and overcast. No, wait. Yeah, it was a Monday or Tuesday. Very overcast, and there were just tons of people there. Um, I had lunch. And why very, were they there? They were. I don't know. I'll bet. I'll bet For seventy-five
0: percent of the people were there because of the, the legacy of that movie. And then that guy has the temerity yeah, to maybe. give you a snotty reply.
1: Yeah, he just was. I'm sure he's probably, You know, there's always in in any business you're in. I'm sure you have this in any business you're in. There's always that one question or a few questions that you just get so tired of answering.
0: Yeah, mine is, what's that thing on your face? What is that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you get really tired of answering that. I tired of hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to have it looked
0: at, okay? For me,
1: when I tell people I'm in voiceovers, they always, the one question, really, what have I heard you in? I get really tired of that question. Yeah. Because they haven't heard me in anything. Because most of the stuff I do isn't for uh, public, consumption necessarily. No, it like, shouldn't be. Like, <laughs> like, a well, like a well-known commercial or oh, something. Oh, my God, no. You know? No, I've what? not
0: done anything that you'd ever heard of. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. It's true, though. So I I don't know. So he's probably just tired. Maybe he was having a bad day, but he clearly did not want to share in my enthusiasm. Did you hear the
0: background voice in the movie Deep Throat? That was me. <laughs>
1: So anyway, it was it was a thrill to be there. My mom would have loved it. I I kind of got a little misty-eyed cuz I just thought how how much fun she would have had going there and I tried to figure out the exact part of the beach where Tony Curtis was sitting in that chair when right. Marilyn Monroe was yeah. running to to get catch the beach ball, and he tripped her, and I was trying to figure the angle out. And actually, somebody posted this on YouTube, where they they actually did the the shots of the uh, Hotel Del Coronado now and superimposed them with the shots from the movie, so you could see where everything was. It was actually, kind of interesting. There's so anyway.
0: one. There's one publicity photo of Marilyn Monroe. I I think it's maybe it's from the movie, but she is standing in her uh, one piece. Bathing mm-hmm. suit in front mm-hmm. of the hotel, and so mm-hmm. I tried to recreate that with my wife when oh. we when we went there years ago.
1: <clears throat> nice, and
0: it's pretty good. It, it's pretty accurate. I had to really compare it to the photo, and they, no, move a little to the right, little to left. Oh, and, good. And we got a pretty good photo of it.
1: Can you share it? Will she let us share it?
0: Uh, I'll have to find it. Uh, probably she would not. Uh, She'll have to sit. We'll have no. to have her sign it to tell you what. Release. We won't even tell her about it. Let's just good idea. Okay? Good
1: idea. Yeah, she, she won't did. hate it. She won't hate us for that at all. No, Hey,
0: um. I wanted to ask you uh, your thoughts because I'm infuriated about this, and I think a lot of people are. This uh, whole dust up about—and uh, it's not exclusively Hollywood types, but wealthy people using uh, nefarious means to get their kids into oh, into uh, yes. high academic colleges.
1: Yes, the and, college uh, scandal.
0: Because I college remember college admission scandal. I don't think you even got to go to college, did you?
1: I was never lucky enough to get yeah.
0: no. And and I I had to work my butt off. And I'm not making myself some kind of special martyr on this thing. But the thing is most if you want to go to college, it, you either have to do it on merit mm. or you have to raise the money if you mm-hmm. can't get a scholarship and I was too dumb to get a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So I had to raise the money to go to college, and I worked at grocery stores, and I worked in logging and all kinds of things to raise enough money to pay tuition.
1: Wow, I never which knew was a, that.
0: Which was affordable in those days, it's not right. anymore. Right, right. And, uh, and then my senior year at, at college, as I was heading into my senior year, I took the bold move of applying to be the editor of the school newspaper. And I had no business doing it. I, 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 I wrote a little bit and that kind of stuff, but I I didn't have any experience really working in, in newspapers. Mm. But but I thought, this is the way I'm going to be able to pay for my senior year. Otherwise, I can't go there. I'd get full tuition if I could get that gig. And so you have to go through a tribunal. There's kind of a, a board uh, uh, that you sit in front of, and they ask you questions. Why do you think you should be the editor, and what would you, how would you handle this situation, and what's your editorial position on this and that, and I just bs my way through it, and I had no business uh, doing it, but I just thought, I'm, I, I can, I gotta have this, or I can't come back for my senior year, and I got it, I, I got the gig, and even at the time, I realized there were people way more qualified than me to get to, to do this, but nonetheless, in mm-hmm. a moment of desperation, you do what you have to do. So, mm-hmm. all of that being said, these kids—and um, I'm not blaming the kids—I'm blaming the parents mm, who are exactly. privileged enough and rich enough to pay for the tuition. They don't yeah. have to sw- sneak their kids in into this—you uh, know—into these situations where, where the—and and you've heard from a lot of the kids who didn't even want to go to college in the first place. They don't care. They're not interested. They'd, yeah, it, it, I'm not I'm not outrageous. wild. I'm, I'm not wild. Wa- about it.
1: I'm not wild about people cheating or stealing or lying in the first place. But when you have every advantage in life, you yeah. have every advantage given to you in life and you still cheat, it does add another layer of outrage on top of the whole thing for me. Yeah. And I I was drinking wine late one night and when this all Spody-ody. broke and I was on Twitter just just Lori Lachlan and Felicity Huffman and and all these people. I was just I kind of vented my outrage uh, about it on on Twitter, as did a lot of people. And uh, I just love this woman uh, the, who filed the five hundred billion dollar <clears throat> class action suit against. You don't think that's against, a little against, high? <laughs> I think it's I think it's just to just to show them. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's just it, it, you know it's. I, I think it's interesting that, that 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 they didn't think about that, and and that goes back to that the cheating and the white privilege and all of this stuff. And I I don't feel sorry for for the the people who are entangled in this. And Lori Lachlan has lost her Hallmark gig. She's lost yeah, a lot it. of, I and her it. daughter who is a who is considered an Instagram influencer. Uh, also lost her, her her gigs as well with Sephora and some of the other beauty uh, companies. Well, I don't know and, about and any it, of and, that, it but... begs, and it begs the question, should you lose your job over stuff like that? I, I think it's interesting. Or is it that, that the, the people that they're associated with are like, well, we don't want to be associated with you because it tarnishes our good name. I mean, it does bring up an interesting question because a lot of people are like, they should lose their jobs because of this. I don't know. Should I don't they?
0: know either. I mean if you if you get into a college uh, be, uh for uh, somebody cheated yeah. took your SATs or whatever and you get into this college then you get a degree and then on the basis of your degree you get yeah. a really good job. Right? Uh where where does it end? I mean yeah, yeah. should you keep the job that you got uh through duplicitous means? Right. It's tough.
1: I think it's it's just hilarious that they actually Photoshopped pictures of their kids onto... I mean, it's just... I know. It's just (laughs) the... The, the balls. It's here's, like Here's Timmy playing
2: uh,
0: playing and, tennis. Yeah. And
1: what was hilarious is Twitterverse sort of lit up with a bunch of obviously faked Photoshop pictures of people going, this is how I got into my call And it was just very, very funny how people were, were making fun of it. But, yeah, yeah they oh. deserve every painful, embarrassing moment of this scandal. I do not feel one bit sorry for any of them. No do I. Sorry. I, I, I t I you can't deserve
0: remember. It. I can't remember a story that made me quite as furious as this. Yeah, based it is. on my own experience. It's very upsetting. Uh, and my kids. I, you know, paying for my kids to get through college, uh, Jesus, yeah, that just drives me nuts. It really, yeah, it's just uh, and, okay. the, and, the be be
1: mom, and the and the I want to be a good mom and and the I want to be a good mom defense just doesn't quite quite cut it. You know, no, people are no. so desperate. Um, to get to get the best for their kids. Well, I can understand if you need to cheat or steal a loaf of bread to feed your child because you don't have any, but to do what you did to get in, I just, oh, gosh.
0: oh Yeah. If you're going to be a good mom, good dad, good parent, you teach. don't you teach your kids that, you know what? Nobody gets to hand you anything. You have right. to work for it. Like everybody yeah. else, all the kids who don't have as much money or privilege as you do, it's, you all got to stand on the same starting line. Mm-hmm. And then and then how it finishes is based on how hard you're going to work for it
1: You who are on the road Must have a code That you can live by And so Become yourself
2: Because the past Is just a goodbye. Teach your children well. Their father's hell
1: did slowly go by and feed them on your dreams. The one they fix, the one you know by. And since this story just broke uh, last week, a week before we're taping this, there's, there, you know, there's so much more that's gonna come out on this. There's so many, so much more dirt that's gonna come out. That's just gonna make us matter. Yeah.
0: Hey, I want to bring something else up, uh, and I'm gonna say it in two words. What? Kale sucks.
1: You already brought that up. Oh, I
0: did. Okay, I wanted to bring it up again. I don't oh.
1: talk about it anymore.
0: Hey, here's a commercial I saw on TV. And I'll 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 come up with the name of it in a minute, and I think I can find the commercial, and I'll I'll play it in a moment here. But it advertises, first of all, God love anybody that has to wear one of these. I think I might want to jump off a cliff before I uh, I had to go through this. But it, it's. I think it I know what you're ha- going to say.
1: I think I know no, what you're going to say. You don't know what it is. No, no I. You,
0: you, you'll never guess in a million years. You don't do you, you don't know well,
1: me that well. Why do you no, say that?
0: No, you will never guess this. Is it, it is would... it
1: those butt panty liners? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about for your butt. You could not be farther off. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about. I sent you a box of those like two years ago for Christmas. Yes,
0: yes. No, it's not that.
1: <laughs> and they really work, by the way.
0: Butt panty. <laughs> Why did you send them to me?
1: Because I don't know. I just thought. I was just trying to be helpful. You don't have to be mad about it. Yeah, you're you, you <laughs> Okay, so you obviously think
0: I need them. I
1: just I just wanted you to be prepared. I didn't say that you actually needed them now.
0: Okay. You know, we watched this uh, you and I both share this that we watched this Me TV thing. Yeah. We talked about this before. Yes. MeTV TV is comprised of old TV shows. I mean, really old. Love, Gunsmoke. Love them. I watch a Gunsmoke, and there's not one person on that show that's still alive. That's how old these shows are. Yeah. I saw one with Marriott Hartley. She was like 12 years old, and she's oh now my 78. God. That's how old these shows are. Wow. And so who do they appeal to? Old people. Right. And so the advertising on on that in between the the show is hilarious to me. No. It's all about life insurance and yeah, and, and the uh, walk-in, The
1: walk-in bathtub you told the me about. The walk-in
0: bathtub yeah. we talked about. Well, they doing some ads for catheters now. Oh. And a guy will you know they'll have testimonials and the guy'll say, "Boy, I just, uh, I, I just uh, <laughs> love my my catheter. Say, help me, but boy, I just, I was looking for one that wouldn't be so much trouble." So the ad is basically about how they've got a catheter that is better probably than the catheter that you're using now. And I'm not gonna go into what a catheter is or You why should. It is.
1: You need to explain it if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about this commercial.
0: I don't even know for sure what it is, but I think on a man We
1: need to get your wife in here.
0: I think, <laughs> she I knows, think on a man she knows what this you is. have to put this tube Yeah inside how do i say in it? in your thingy up up your wiener right
1: yeah, yeah you just said it
0: oh my god i just <laughs> and the that, reason they the and, thought of that is just excruciating I know. and me. the reason that's why i said i think i'd rather pass away <laughs> than have to do catheter i every
1: yeah day. i and it's yeah so it's for for people who can't um I guess you can't um, urinate on your own, and you've got to get that out. Because if you keep your peepee, yeah. if you keep your pee-pee inside you, it, it's toxic. It'll kill you. So you got you got to get it. You got to get it out of you.
0: It, you. See, it's making me dizzy right now. <laughs> you even talking
1: about it? Okay, put your head between your knee na- your knees. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Are
0: you
1: okay? Oh my god! My head is between my knees now. Still Are you okay? <laughs> no,
0: I'm not. Oh.
1: So this no, I ad... know it kind of makes my stomach do the flippies to think about oh it my too. God. Yeah.
0: So the ad I'm talking about, yes, is this ad. Listen to listen. To, this is a portion of it. Listen to this. Attention, catheter patients on Medicare. I'm a professional cowboy and I use catheters. Been cowboying for 25 years. I've broken 14 bones, had two concussions, and a punctured lung. I know pain, and I don't want any more of it, especially when I cath. Now. I use these new nearly painless catheters from Medical Direct Club. What do they mean, nearly painless catheters?
1: <laughs> well,
0: nearly. What does that mean? Yeah. How about just
1: painless? Well, they don't. Nearly painless. Yeah, that, and it that, brings me, that, and that, It brings to mind. Does he have to put it in himself? Because I yeah. thought it was something that your doctor put in you.
0: No, I think then, you can't go to then your doctor you're right. every day. There'd be
1: no way I would do. I would put it in myself. Wow.
0: But the 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 nearly painless thing as a sales point to me sounded kind of absurd. Now just say painless. Let them buy it and then find out no it's not actually painless. <laughs>
1: well that would be It
0: is nearly painless, but
1: don't tell me that in advance or I'm never going to buy it. Well, but then they'd probably get sued cuz if they said it was painless and then somebody goes, "Hey, that really hurt." Then, you know, <laughs> then they're going to sue the guy. So I
0: and know. I don't know anything about catheters, but to me, I think, man, if I had, <laughs> if I was getting one and they, and they the best they could tell me is that it's nearly painless, yeah. I'm sorry, you haven't sold me. Pain, without love, pain, I can't get enough, pain, I like it rough, cause I'd rather
1: feel pain than nothing at all. It's like there should be some sort of a procedure to 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 eliminate the need for a catheter. You know what I'm saying? Isn't there some yes. sort of a operation they can do? There's or be.
0: there's gotta be. Or,
1: I don't know. But uh,
0: uh, let, let's. I don't want to talk. Well, about it. Well, you
1: brought it, it up. Yet. That's not something I did.
0: You're right. I did. Okay.
1: Let's move on then.
0: Uh, I I've not seen it yet, but I'm planning to watch that Michael Jackson. Uh, uh doc documentary. Wow,
1: I have read some yep.
0: commentary about it and basically I saw
1: it this weekend. Uh, Power, powerful. You, <laughs> Very powerful. And,
0: and 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 what did you walk away from after you watched it?
1: Ah, uh, you know, um it's it's emotional for me. Um I I am uh I am just disgusted by adults that do things To children that they have no right to do and uh, it it doesn't really matter what form it comes in Um, you know I I'm 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 horrified by by the Catholic Church scandals I those that have been Mm -hmm. in the news lately just just it just horrifies me I I don't know how anybody can even be involved with that 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 uh, organization anymore so things like this people of power who take advantage Um, it's horrifying. I, I, I really do believe that Michael Jackson is, or was a pedophile. I really believe it. I do. And I know a lot of people don't, um, I know his family is fighting back, but I just, I don't see how, how you can come to any other conclusion. I don't. Yeah.
0: It's pretty compelling as that I have read about it, even though it's only two, I think, uh, Accusers,
1: and I think uh, I think I think Macaulay Culkin's lying. I really do, and I think the reason Macaulay Culkin is lying is because it it's shameful and it would have affected his acting career, because he became a very big star when he was a child on Home Alone, and I think he I I just I think he's in denial or he's lying, one of the two.
0: Well, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know about the Macaulay Culkin Well, he
1: Macaulay Colkin also hung out with Michael Jackson quite a bit as a child, yeah. and said, and, and, and was, has maintained.
0: Who was that little kid, that little kid that was in commercials, Rodney? Something wasn't that. Uh, am I thinking of? Uh, are, I, I, don't I don't know. know. It doesn't matter. Uh, but um, you and I touched on this in a previous podcast. Can you listen to Michael Jackson music uh, anymore? I mean those songs are iconic i know um what if you it's uh, it's hard to
1: separate it's hard to separate the art from from the person um yeah. for me um it's just like you had asked about Bill Cosby. I, I can't watch any of his stuff. I don't want to listen to his comedy anymore. And it's not because I'm yeah. mad at him. It just I don't get enjoyment from it anymore knowing what I know. So I think that, I right. think that the same right. thing now applies to Michael Jackson's music. An actual song came on the radio uh, the other day, and I found myself going, eh, I'm going to turn. I don't feel like – because now when I listen to it, it just makes me think of him being a pedophile. So I just this association thing I've got going on now has kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Which is a shame because I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Huge Michael Jackson yeah, fan. I mean, everybody yeah, everybody was. That's the yeah, thing. I everybody know. loved Michael right. Jackson. Right, you, you you didn't live in the 80s without being touched by his music in, in some way. That it was yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. very it's, sad.
0: It's uh it's brutally hard to accept that this was the person that we all Yeah admired and idolized and that's the way. Yeah. It was. Um moving along here. But yeah, um, do
1: watch the movie be prepared for some very um uncomfortable um feelings, um if not tears. Um it it affected me pretty pretty deeply. Yeah. I don't want to watch it again. Once is enough for me. Yeah. And I don't even know if I want to watch it the first I didn't time, I, I didn't either. I, I, I will. didn't either and I thought I don't want I don't need to watch this and uh, it came on HBO at the hotel I was staying at. I had the night off, and I got sucked into it. And, yeah, so there you go.
0: Okay. I uh, uh, I don't know how much time we should uh, continue here, but um, I wanted to mention really briefly a wonderful article that you sent
1: oh, me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wasn't that, that good? Was,
0: yeah, it was. it was. It really was thought-provoking, and maybe we should save the essence of it for another time. But... Uh, basically, what what the article was, it was an opinion piece or mm-hmm. a, a, a factual piece by an opinion writer mm-hmm. about how we. And this is not a, a bulletin to anybody, but we, as human species, are. We're, first of all, we're the only living creatures on the planet that know mm-hmm. we're going yeah. to die. it's a monkeys it, don't know it, dogs yeah, don't it's know a it, curse. plants don't know it, worms don't know it. We know yeah. it, and yet we will not think about it we don't want to address it maybe we'll make out a will maybe but we don't want to think about our final days how it's going to happen and so we don't we don't uh, prepare ourselves for what do we really want how do we want our life to wrap up if you can first of all acknowledge that yeah your life is going to wrap up and you're going to die there's not one person that didn't die Uh, so how do you want it to happen yeah this is do you and you need to tell your friends they say the article writer says you should form a posse mm-hmm. around yeah. you that of people that know how you want this to mm-hmm. happen because if you stroke out or something like mm-hmm. that and you can't communicate anymore they already know what you mm-hmm.
1: want yeah the article was called how to prepare yourself for a good end of life. And a really good friend of mine who is in my posse and who is going to be the executor of my will is the one who sent this to me. Uh, and this was actually in the San Francisco, appeared in the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, the uh, opinion uh, op-ed was uh, by Katie Butler. And this actually was uh, published February 17th to 2019. Really fantastic article if you get a chance to Google it. Uh one of the things that I, I loved about what she said was uh included in, in these sort of steps of how to prepare yourself was clean house. And I loved this because hospice nurses nurses often list these emotional tasks that you need to do. And there's five of them. The first one is you should be uh you need to thank you, uh, say thank you, say I love you, please forgive me, I forgive you, and goodbye. And she says, don't underestimate the power of your emotional legacy expressed in even the smallest last minute exchange. It can.
0: I think she told a story about yes. someone that uh, had not spoken to, it was it a yeah. mom or, or an aunt or someone? And then she said, I want to come see you because they were in their end yep. days. And they said, no, yeah, don't, don't come. I don't, don't want to see you. She came yep. anyway. And it wound up both of them saying that they loved each yeah. other and were sorry. And she and, said that I mean, that
1: cleared up that that's it. that, that rep- cleared up a lifetime of misunderstanding for each other. Just saying yeah. that. So, and then to think. And I've got I I've
0: got some folks in my life that uh, we're on the outs, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. right now. And uh, that got me to thinking yeah. about that. I, it's powerful. I, I got, I,
1: Really powerful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to talk more about this. But I, I, I thought I of you, you and I, I thought I, I wanted to send this with you. I just think it's a lovely article. And yeah, for anybody who wants to look it up again, uh, San Francisco Chronicle article by Katie Butler. All
0: There is a wonderful new series on Netflix right now, which is, speaks to this so beautifully. Uh, Ricky Gervais has a series called Afterlife. Oh. It's just six episodes to half hour each. So it's like watching a three hour movie. And it, it basically, he's a man who's lost his wife. And, and he is mourning her to the point that he can't function anymore. He, he's a terrible person at work. He insults everybody, he's crass, Ooh. he's he's ple- unpleasant to be around, and his wife uh, had taped some video as she was passing to tell him, you got to move on with your life, and you've got a great sense of humor, share it with people, blah, 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 that kind of stuff, and it's really, it's just a delightful series. I really encourage you to see okay. it, Lisa, because it's not a downer, it's, he's very funny in it, but it's really uh, uplifting and profound. I and will. I hope there'll be a second season I'll, of it. It's called Afterlife. Life. it. Ricky Gervais. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it'll knock you out. It's great.
1: If you're watching this, then I'm not around anymore. But don't spiral. Don't obsess. Keep going.
0: So how are you? A
1: good day is when I don't go around wanting to shoot random strangers in the face and then turn the gun on myself.
0: Bad then. It got me to thinking yesterday, my wife and I, we're at um, we we go every almost every week to this place nearby that is like a uh, uh, like a Goodwill but it's a local place called the Second Turn and uh, and the, they have you know secondhand items and stuff like that. We've donated a lot of things mm-hmm. there and we see this one guy there all the time. His name is Bill. He's an older man, probably seventy five, I would guess, something like that. We see him every week. We talk to him. He's acerbic, uh, he's opinionated, he's talking all the time. My wife talks to him yesterday. and, And these people that work at this place, they donate their time. So they're all volunteers, and they're only open two days a week, Friday and Saturday. And she's talking to him, and I'm purchasing a couple of items, and I can't hear what they're saying, but they're both in each other's face. So when I pay for my items and we're leaving my wife is in tears, and I say, what's wrong? And she said, I just talked to Bill. His wife died yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I said, yesterday? Yeah. What's he doing here today? He said, uh, he told her, I, I I just had to do something. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I came here. And And, wow. uh, you know, he's saying all the things about, well, you know. Uh, just uh, just learn from this. You gotta love people, and you gotta if, if, when you hug them, hug them a little longer than you planned mm. on. And he's saying all of these mm. wonderful platitudes, but I'm just thinking that reminded me of this Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. series so much. Uh, people process these things differently. This guy can go out, and my wife is is uh absolutely certain that the guy was in shock, mm-hmm. and he's going to. You know, a month from now, we're going to see him and he's going to say, I don't remember talking to you people yeah, that day. Yeah, no doubt. I I was just yeah. knocked out and I, I couldn't handle it. And so I pretended like everything was okay and she's in a better place. She's out of pain now. And I told myself all these things to mask the pain I was really feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it, it was, uh, it was astounding. But anyway, well... I think we've done yeah, enough of that. Yeah, let's end with a joke. <laughs> enough of the downer stuff.
1: I got one here. Kay. Okay. I don't know. This better. Yeah, be good. You re- I'm really like in a very mm-hmm. low place now. Okay.
0: Let me see if I can okay. uplift you. Although, the ending of this joke is probably. Now that I look at this joke, this is probably not the one I should have chosen. <laughs> but <laughs> it's too late now. So here we go.
1: Good luck, Pat. <laughs>
0: Weiss and Stein went into business together and they opened a wholesale men's clothing outlet. Things went well for a year or so, but then the recession came along and they found themselves sitting on 10,000 plaid jackets. And they couldn't sell them to save their souls. They just couldn't sell the 10,000 plaid jackets. Just as they were starting to discuss bankruptcy, a guy walked in and introduced himself as a buyer for a big new menswear chain in Australia and the guy said you wouldn't happen to have any plaid jackets would you they're selling like crazy down under and they said and Weiss looked at Stein and said maybe we could work something out if the price is right he was kind of being cool oh, and casual sure. to the Aussie like I don't want to tell this guy how many of these things we got well they did some tough negotiating a price was agreed upon and the papers were signed, but as he was leaving, their big prospect said, uh, "Just one more thing, mates. I gotta get authorization." I'm not doing any very good Australian <laughs>
1: accent. He's a little got a little Irish in him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I gotta get authorization from the Home Office for a deal this big. Today's Monday. If you don't get a cable from me by Friday, the deal is final. So he leaves. So over the next four days, Weiss and Stein are pacing miserably back and forth, sweat and blood, wincing every time they heard footsteps outside their door. And then on Friday, the hours crept by, but by four o'clock, they figured they were home free until there was a loud knock on the door. Western Union, a voice called out. Now, for you kids out there that don't know what <laughs> Western Union is... It's a telegram service that still exists. What's a
1: telegram?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, they do other things now, not just telegrams. But uh, so the guy says uh, Western Union, Stein collapsed. He fainted, white-faced behind his desk. But Weiss dashed to the door, and a minute later he rushed back into the office, waving a telegram, and said, "Great news, Stein! Great news!" Your
1: mother's dead! (laughs) One dying and a burying One dying and a burying Some crying, six
2: carrying me I wanna be free